Although punishment for its own sake may not be entirely without recompense, it is nevertheless true that the end goal of all punishment is the indoctrination of the person that is being punished with an idea, whether that idea be one of restraint or obedience. In that any ruler has, from time beyond memory, needed the obedience of his subjects in order to accomplish his ends, he has thus resorted to punishment. This is true of every tribe and state in the history of man. Today, Russian culture has evolved more certain and definite methods of aligning and securing the loyalties of persons and populaces, and of enforcing obedience upon them. This modern outgrowth of an old practice is called psychopolitics. The stupidity and narrowness of nations not blessed with Russian reasoning has caused them to rely upon practices which are, today, too ancient and outmoded for the rapid and heroic pace of our time. And in view of the tremendous advance of Russian culture in the field of mental technologies, begun with the glorious work of Pavlov and carried forward so ably by later Russians, it would be strange that an art and science would not evolve totally devoted to the aligning of loyalties and extracting the obedience of individuals and multitudes. Thus, we see that psychopolitical procedures are a natural outgrowth of practices as old as man, practices that are current in every group of men throughout the world. Thus, in psychopolitical procedures, there is no ethical problem since it is obvious and evident that man is always coerced against his will to the greater good of the state, whether by economic gains or indoctrination into the wishes and desires of the state. Basically, man is an animal. He is an animal that has been given a civilized veneer. Man is a collective animal grouped together for his own protective before the threat of the environment. Those who so group and control him must then have in their possession specialized techniques to direct the vagaries and the energies of the animal man towards greater efficiency in the accomplishment of the goals of the state. Psychopolitics in one form or another has long been used in Russia, but the subject is all but unknown outside of the borders of our nation save only where it is used for the greater good of the nation. The definition of psychopolitics is as follows. Psychopolitics is the art and science of asserting and maintaining dominion over thoughts and loyalties of individuals, officers, bureaus, and masses, and the effecting of the conquest of the enemy nations through mental healing. The subject of psychopolitics breaks down into several categories, each a natural and logical progression from the last. Its first subject is the constitution and anatomy of man himself as a political organism. The next is an examination of man as an economic organism. As this might be controlled by his desires, the next is classification of state goals for the individual and masses. The next is an examination of loyalties. The next is general subject of obedience. 
The next is the anatomy of the stimulus response mechanisms of man. The next is the subject of shock and endurance. The next is categories of experience. The next is catalyzing and analyzing the of experience. The next is the use of drugs. The next is the use of implementation. The next is the general application of psychopolitics within Russia. The next is the organization and use of counter psychopolitics. The next is the use of psychopolitics in the conquest of foreign nations. The next is psychopolitical organizations outside Russia, their composition and activity. The next is the creation of slave philosophy in a hostile nation. The next is countering anti-psychopolitical activities abroad. And the final one, the destiny of psychopolitical rule in a scientific age. To this might be added many subcategories such as nullification of modern weapons by psychopolitical activity. The strength and power of psychopolitics cannot be overestimated, particularly when used in a nation decayed by pseudo-intellectualism, where exploitation of the masses combines rapidly with psychopolitical actions, and particularly where the greed of capitalistic or monarchical regimes has already brought about an overwhelming incidence of neurosis which can be employed as the groundwork for psychopolitical action and psychopolitical corpse. It is part of your mission, student, to prevent psychopolitical activity to the detriment of the Russian state, just as it is your mission to carry forward in our nation and outside of it. If you are so assigned the missions and goals of psychopolitics, no agent of Russia could even remotely be effective without a thorough grounding in psychopolitics. And so you carry forward with you a Russian trust to use well what you are learning here.